It's Thursday, September 5, 2019. Our chief concern right now is storm surge. U.S. East Coast facing down Hurricane Dorian. The devastation is unprecedented and extensive. Humanitarian crisis unfolding in Bahamas in Dorian's wake. Plus, tonight, CNN is dedicating an entire night to the climate emergency. 2020 Democrats dive deep into climate action in CNN's Marathon Climate Crisis Town Hall. All of those crises and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. During one White House briefing, about the ongoing threat of hurricanes, Trump said, quote, Why don't we nuke them? We drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? Ooh, 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 I know this one. Uh, because if you nuke a hurricane, you get a radioactive hurricane. This is your Green News Report. It's like putting Chernobyl on jet skis. Okay, Desi Doyen, well, our grand plan of covering a seven-hour climate crisis town hall in six minutes has now been cut by at least half, thanks to Hurricane Dorian. Yes, indeed it has. The U.S. East Coast is facing down impacts from Hurricane Dorian as it crawls northward, currently back to a Category 3 storm. It's packing potentially record storm surge, extreme rainfall, and flooding. Mandatory evacuations and hurricane watches are underway from Florida through the Carolinas to Virginia. But as states were mobilizing their resources to respond to the storm, the Trump administration announced that it plans to transfer $150 million out of FEMA's disaster relief fund to border enforcement. In other words, to build Trump's wall. Exactly. If only it could stop hurricanes. Plus, Trump presented a doctored map to justify his bizarre false claim that Dorian would somehow reach Alabama. Meanwhile, Hurricane Dorian left widespread destruction and an unfolding humanitarian crisis in the Bahamas. One of the most powerful Atlantic hurricanes ever recorded, Dorian stalled in place, unleashing a relentless 41-hour Category 5 bombardment of the islands. At least 20 confirmed dead as of airtime. That number is expected to rise. More than 13,000 homes damaged or destroyed. Tens of thousands in need of food, water, and shelter. It will take years to rebuild and recover, but on MSNBC, Bahamian Prime Minister Hubert Minnis found a bright spot. We're grateful that the storm had not hit uh, economic engine of the Bahamas, which is New Providence. Um, this is the main tourist destination. Our economic engine still functions, and the economic engines will use its power and resources to help rebuild those two islands. The fingerprint of man-made global warming on this particular storm will take time to determine, but Dorian's rapid intensification to Category 5 was fueled by extremely warm ocean temperatures. Recent research suggests that stalled Atlantic storms are becoming more common as climate change alters wind patterns, and Category 4 and 5 storms are occurring more frequently. Both trends are expected to increase as the climate warms. Dorian's impacts were the backdrop 
for CNN's first-of-its-kind seven-hour-long candidate climate forum focused exclusively on climate change on Wednesday. The 10 leading 2020 Democratic presidential primary candidates discussed their climate action proposals. Now, all of the Democratic candidates agree on transitioning to 100% clean energy, but they differ on their targets and timelines. They differ on how much to invest in research, in deployment of clean energy, electric vehicles, carbon taxes, on how to ensure a just transition for fossil fuel workers. They differ on fracking and the role of nuclear energy and the proposed Green New Deal. Here's a very small sample. Former Vice President Joe Biden. We're walking around with our heads down like, oh, what are we going to do? We're in such great trouble. This is the United States of America. There's not a damn thing we've not been able to accomplish once we set our mind to it. Here's Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders on helping fossil fuel workers. The men and women who work on the oil rigs, they are not my enemy. What is my enemy is climate change. And what we have done is built into our uh, plan a just transition. Because those workers are not our enemies. They should not be punished because we're trying to save the planet. And Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts spoke of taking the fight to the fossil fuel industry for its obstruction of action on climate change for decades. We are running out of time on this one. So we've got to do this in 2020. And that means the first thing we've got to do is we've got to attack this corruption head on in Washington and say enough of having the oil industry, the fossil fuel industry, write all our laws in this area. No more. No more. So, if nothing else, this was probably the first time that many in the public and the anchors on CNN learned in depth about the possibilities and opportunities for action on climate change. If they watched all seven hours. Nice short debate would have been nice, too. Yep. For much more on these stories and the ones we could not get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. A little less conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart. And